sorry. This is what happens when I have my dick out and fucking just takes <laughs> What? <laughs> the intro... Never recorded yet. Yeah, the intro literally just finished, and that's. Oh, like, like... No, I have special underwear because I'm so heavy down there, so that's what the sound makes when I when, I, when it when it stresses. Oh, Sorry, wow. guys. Welcome, ladies Let's and gentlemen, go. to the weekly episode of the Tiger Cast. I was in my head trying to think, okay, what can, what am I going to lead in with? And then that's just yeah, dropped a bombshell. Fair enough. Uh, not the uh, qualifying final we were all hoping for. I think it's fair to say, fellas, but after a bit more thought about the game and how it panned out and the form line for our team. I think there's still light at the end of the tunnel. Um, welcome, CB and TIG71. Thanks for joining me, fellas. Good evening. Hey. Good CB, evening. thoughts on the game, mate? Um, as we just discussed off air, honestly, um, I'm not really disturbed by the loss at all, if I'm honest. Um, I would rather, I'd rather us get rolled in that game than a preliminary final. So, uh, I think there's plenty of room for improvement. So for me, it wasn't doom and gloom. All right, and I'm going to do a bit. I know we. I know. I literally just said to you both that we'll do the bloodbath first, but I reckon we'll just keep going with the, with the oh, talk about I the Brisbane some, game. Oh, I don't know if this okay. is broken. I don't know if this is broken yet, guys. I, I, I've just literally got the text, right? But um, I don't know if you're going to say this on air or not. But apparently, Shaw has had a mental breakdown and admitted to mental hospital, and Blakey will take over from North. What? Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, I've just got that. It's from one of my inside guys. Um, now, I haven't had my other two mates confirm, but this guy's generally fairly solid, and he's just texted me. Apparently, Shaw's had a mental breakdown, admitted to mental hospital, and Blake will take over North. But again, I don't know if that's accurate or not. He, he's literally just said it. He can be a little bit... Um, well, if, if wow. all the best to that, Rachel, true, no one ever wishes... Yeah, no, no one wishes that. that kind of stuff upon anyone. So hopefully, yeah, if it is geez. true, hopefully Shorey is okay. And I think I'm just, uh, by su- surprised reading the test, that's why I've just blurted it out because it literally just came as, you know, my phone rang just before we actually started. So um, and I had to hang it up and just, oh, God, I hope that's not true. So I hope that's not true. But Just just timestamp that at Monday night, 8.45 p.m. Yeah. Actually, a little bit earlier, it's 8.44, but anyway. We're a bit faster than you guys. We're a bit faster than you guys in the country. In the country, it's yeah. been proven. Yeah, no, um, no. For me, I'm like CB. I'm not too um, concerned. Like, if you look at, like, I let's take the umpire. Let's park the umpiring for the second, right? And the fucking nature of how pathetic it was. All right. Uh, we had more inside fifties. We had more running bounces. We beat them in contested possession. We beat them in uncontested possession. We had more disposals. Right, we got obviously in the, we got slammed in the free kicks, right, which is obviously um, a thing. Um, but we'll still we'll park that um, hit outs. We got um, we got absolutely belted on by twenty, but everything else was sort of you know centre clearances we smashed them. That's the pressure effect, I reckon. Um, stoppage clearance we got really hurt on, um, but overall statistically wise we didn't play well. Even though the eye test we were just we had too many down. Um, we had um, we were just like in fits and spurts. We brought into some of their shenanigans, um, which we'll probably elaborate later in the podcast. So overall, which was great, I walked out from that after thinking and reviewing the game. They've played their cards um, and they've got no cards left. And I can't, I don't think they've got another gear to go to them. We have another three or four. Let's hope we meet them in the grand final. I just pray to the footy gods we meet them in the grand final. Just, I, I predict it now. We'll do a GWS on them. Well, Trust I'll just. Interesting you brought up um, Dion Prestia. So for a guy who was absolutely gassed by the time the last quarter hit, 
he was still our second most possession. He still yeah. was number two in our possessions with 20 disposals, seven kicks, 13 handballs. And the fact that we actually belted a team in, in the midfield again, like with clearances and things, just shows you the importance that of what he brings structurally around the ball. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Kane Lambert was our number three in possessions, racked up 19. So it yeah. just shows you the, the impact that guys like Edwards yeah, and Domino uh, Presti when they come into the team. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, correct. And, and, and I don't want people to think we're not taking anything away from Brisbane because, to be fair, they played to their absolute best and they deserved to win. Right. They were the better team on the night, without a doubt. Um, we had our chances, but uh, they, they were just a lot more composed and clean than what we were. The the damning stat for me is the efficiency inside 50. Now, I remember yeah. one of the games we did a live show at one stage. It might have been the Port Adelaide game. I think we were at about 41%, and we all thought, shit, that's pretty low. We've got to fix that pretty quick. Well, for this final, we were at 29%. That is just out of this yeah, but, world. But, but bad. let's okay. Let's let, let's just let's talk about the um, elephant in the room. Then I'm just going to say it. And I, I hate bagging Richmond players. I, I genuinely do. So I'm, I'm going to try and do this as correct as I can. But maybe a child, unfortunately, he offered us nothing. And I think, um, unfortunately, the young fella for whatever he's, he's fallen out of form for his last couple of games. Um, he's definitely making way for Lynch, um, and, and I think you'll see a different you'll see a different efficiency stat when Tom Lynch returns to the side. Yeah, that's Trug- what I'll say. Trog and Tiger sent through a question about this, so we're kind of going to answer this now a little bit. But my thoughts on Trog, well, I, I agree, CB. He didn't offer anything, but if you if you sort of look at all these other games, even last year, in the year before, even at VFL level, he's always played his best football as a ruckman. Anytime he's played as a key forward, he's always looked lost, no matter what level it's been at. Uh, but you can obviously get away with a bit more at VFL level because of the standard of players. But in a qualifying final at the the, the top level, not so much. But I don't know, just the amount of times he was caught behind his defender just couldn't impact the contest. And, and can, Harris can, Andrews essentially didn't have to pay him any respect. He could go on nah, double-team rewild and not nah, have to worry and, about it. And that, that hurt and, us. And, and keep in mind, look, football's a very hard game. I'm not saying anyone who plays at that level, they are genuinely hard physical men. But it just seemed like maybe he just didn't offer any physicality up that forward line either. He didn't impact the contest. No or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not saying he's soft. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying he, he just didn't impact contests like a Lynch would, which therefore would, would keeps defenders more honest and obviously uh, lifts his own team up. It was just we were playing one man down in that forward line. It pains me to say it, but that, that's what it felt like to me. You know, for me, when I saw Chole play, now I'm, I always think a little bit out the box and I try to align it to the method of how we play, right? I seriously, looking at Chole, I wouldn't drop him. Like, at first I wanted him dropped because you're right, for the role he was picked for, he was not suited. So that's on Hardwick and the coaches, right? They get the applaudits when they do well. They should get the smacks when they don't. They fucked that up, right? They should have put Caddy in the forward line. At least Caddy would have done an aerial... He's an aerial threat. He's, he plays taller than what he is. He's a bigger body... And Harris, yeah, he's a big, nice baller, but Caddy's smart. He would have, you know, at least put body on him. And that's what Chole didn't do really should disappoint me. Yeah. There was no body contact, right? He was giving him three runs, yeah. Oh, yeah. His positioning was shit house um, because he doesn't know how to play forward. That's how it looked like to me. It's like we've put him in the forward line and, and he's just had minimal instruction on how to play forward. Um, so I see Chole, he, he at the ruck when he went to go into the ruck, he was, I wouldn't say serviceable, he was passable at most, which is all we really need with Nan Curvis in there. But I reckon we're missing an opportunity with Chole. 
And he showed it in the Port game. Play him on the wing. He's a tall, forget his height for a second, right? He can run like the wind. He can mark the ball. He's the type of guy, he's a good mark when it's more one-on-one on, one on one or two-on-two two or two-on-three. He will take the mark. If the ball's coming at him and he's not crowded in with five or six defenders jumping into him, which is what he will get in a wing. He's a beautiful kick. He's a beautiful field kick. And he likes to run towards goals. But, so, but the thing is, mate, mate, this week coming up, Ryder and Carlisle. Ryder's uh, not playing. That's right. They're out of the team. So yep. I'm saying he's actually he's actually not required. They've only got right. Marshall. They've got Marshall to ruck, and they'll have a part time another PT in there. But that that Ryder omission is going to help us tremendously this week. Well, but Ryder's but, been playing some very good football. So yeah. I, I just think that's why I sort of say I think it's going to be Lynch yeah. and Caddy in. Yeah. And I think um, it's going to be maybe a child and maybe. It's a toss-up to me between Jacob Arts and maybe a Marlon Pickett. They're probably the two in my mind that could come out for Josh Caddy, just depending on yeah. how we want to play it. But back on Chole a bit. So with everyone crucifying him, I think he's got a place in our side, but I think it's it's not as a forward, unless he has a full pre-season in the forward line. He, like yeah, I he needs to learn the line. craft more. He needs and to learn the craft. I think, to be fair to him as well, when you go back through the VFL games, he's been played kind of all over the shop. He's been played as a backman, as a forward, as a ruck. Um, so kind of in a similar way to Bolter, hasn't really had that settled position. So once the club sort of work out what they want to do with him, I think they need to really put that development into him because I think he's got the tools. He just needs the confidence in the role he's been given. And yeah, essentially him being asked to play the Lynch role was never going to work. It had to be Caddy, unfortunately. Ah. I get why they tried Troll, but it didn't work and they've got to own that and no doubt they will. Um, I've, got, I've got one for you. Just this is a, a Tiggs, this is more left field. Oh, it's not left field, actually because we've done it before, if there was a third in, and just hear me out, if there was going to be a third into this game, would you not trial Broad as the second Ruckman? Oh, my God. Have you had your diabetes medication, man? <laughs> he's oh. done it before. He ruck- I know he's done it before. Yes. Mate, you could get any spud to do it, really. Like, oh. seriously, we, what was shitting me? Can we, good salient point, CB. Well done, son. Bravo. Why the fuck was Martin... Rucking in the forward line. My God. Rucking in the forward line when Charles here. (laughs) Ask me this, right? Like, I was watching it with my wife, right? My wife and I are watching it, you know, and I didn't have my leather pants down. I feel irresponsible for the loss, right? But my wife was right there. I used to wear my leather pants when I was single. But um, back on point, when he was rucking, my wife said, is that Dustin Martin rucking? I said, nah. I said, nah. That's judging by the, the girth, that must be Caddy, but he wasn't picked. And then I looked again, it was... And I just, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You take away, yes, he's got body enough to match up that big gorilla that they've got in the in, um, that was rucking. But you miss out his X factor to take the tap. He reads the tap. You just sacrifice it. So I, I have the sneaky suspicion, Hardwick did non-Hardwick type errors, right? That type of shit, you know. Uh, it was, you know, letting Grimes get let up the ground. You know, all this no, sort that of... That was good coaching. Uh, cre- yeah, credit to Brisbane. Yeah, but, but, that was, that was a, a genuinely clever yeah, coaching no doubt, move. Yeah, no doubt. Flog and... Fagan did well. No, no, hold Flog on. You Fagan. haven't let me finish. You haven't let me finish. Flog Fagan, that's how I'll know him from whatever and uh, from now on. But Hardwick normally responds. What's great with the growth of Hardwick is when he's getting beaten in the coaching box, more often than not, he will try to change it up. Right? Am I wrong, CB? You're never wrong. 
No, thank you. Thank you, mate. If you, if, you hear, if, you hear else, if you hear different, mate, it's fake news, right? Fake oh, news. oh, come oh. on, man. <laughs> but he didn't. He let these things go. I wonder why, pray tell. It's, it's an interesting question. But it hurt us in the end. Although, uh, what's it, Dusty did actually jag a goal from it, but gave away a 50, so that was a bit unlucky. I actually watched that replay, just of that specific bit of vision again, about 10 yeah. minutes before we come on air. And he, the ball left his boot not even close to a second after the whistle That's finished wrong. being blown. It's like, how can you, how can you pay that? There's a 50. Like the two 50s where we shoved people, fair enough. That's stupid on our behalf, and we've got to stop yeah. doing that and stop getting sucked in. But the one that Bolton and Dusty got done for, for the kicking the ball, yeah. like they hadn't even did, like, announced who the free kick was for. That's right. And you see it's, that happen plenty of times in rule. games. But it was a rule. I don't it was, wanna, don't want to yeah, bring our blood into it too much because there's plenty of things we could have done better ourselves. But yeah. I think overall, for Richmond people out there listening, don't panic too much because the, the way I'm sort of looking at it, we played pretty poorly. Brisbane played really well. If we had have somehow stumbled over the line in that game and then had a week off and then a prelim, it's bad form to take into a, a pretty crunch time yeah. game. So the fact we get another run at it, we get another game into Prestia, another game into Edwards and Asprey, we get Lynch back. It, it kind of gives us a chance to reignite and re-spark. And we're coming off six wins in a row. And I know we've had longer streaks than that, but sometimes just resetting isn't a bad thing. So if we do happen to win the next couple, instead of playing a grand final going for nine in a row, you, you're all of a sudden going for just having to win three in a row. It's, yeah, that's right. It sounds a, a lot more fathomable, if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, definitely no panic stations here, despite what the media say. And Lynch and, is going to be better for the run against the Saints, isn't he? Could you imagine Lynch if he's gone straight into a preliminary final without uh, that game under his belt? At least with this one, he gets a game under his belt. He gets a blowout of any team. So when we... If we beat the Saints, which, look, no disrespect to St. Kilda, they had a great year, but I would be fucking flummoxed. I'd be flummoxed, boys. I swear you would hear reports of... Uh, um, Flummoxing? Uh, uh, mate, no. You would hear reports on the, on the Channel 10 News, a gorgeous, handsome 48-year-old man with a fucking amazing 22-year-old body running down <laughs> running down um, Craigie Burns Central in flames, mate. I'd be, I fucking put petrol on myself. I'd be there fucking surprised. <laughs> and, oh, oh, yeah, that's just crazy. But no, nah, we cannot lose. I refuse to. No, nah, I'm not going to even nah, talk about it. I just think, like I said, it's it's Elton Elton John's wig. Um, him and I had a chat, and I, I can't remember if we I brought this point up on one of our previous podcasts. But we were debating, well, not debating, we were actually in agreement whether it was actually going to be a good thing if we actually had a finished fifth this year. Because it would have given our injuries and the timing we're not coming back to get that extra game in. And that's probably the other reason why I'm not really beating myself up over losing to the Lions because it gives Prestia the second game in. It gives Edwards the third game in. It gives Asprey the third game in. So it actually gives these guys the opportunity to run in a bit, into a bit of form um, if we can get our Lombard Saints into the prelim. So, like I said, I, I, for, for whatever reason, I'm just not that disturbed by the loss for whatever reason. I agree. So stress less Tiger fans. It's not the end of the world. It's it's the benefit of finishing in the top four. You get that double chance and you live to fight another day. And as I think I've seen it a few times on the socials floating around that, and I'm not comparing us to these teams by any stretch, but the Brisbane in their heyday, I think Hawthorne and Geelong in their sort of prime, when they were going for their third flag, they all lost the qualifying final and had to do it the hard way to get back and win that third flag to really establish themselves. So it's not it's not 
out of the question. It's not not doable. Um, it's just the path that we're going to have to take. So, but well done to Brisbane. They deserve to win, and we'll uh, we'll take a good look at St Kilda shortly. But before we do, CB, you've got a bloodbath lined up for us. I think Tiggs is going to chime in with one as well. Yeah, look, I didn't have it written down. I had a late day with work and stuff, but I'm basically it's going to be a partial bloodbathing of myself, but oh. then it's a celebration. Okay. So the partial bloodbath is the fact that on Saturday night, I'll admit that I didn't go for West Coast Eagles on Saturday night. So you don't want to so, say it the other way around that you've supported yes, for yeah, Collingwood? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Up, yeah, yeah, right. So I didn't support West Coast, right? So did I feel dirty about it? Yeah. But with the result that occurred, I slept pretty comfortable that night knowing that Western Australian football is fucking dead. Dead as a dodo for this year. They are sitting on the sidelines after all their Vic bias, all their tears, all their crap, their smart-ass premier, the border wank. But the, 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 the actual disrespect that that state and that football public and the media over there showed the Collingwood Football Club, that was a joke having – Imagine if that was our team over there and we had coaches in car- in a caravan park and headlines of Dirty Tigers and stuff like that. It was just, you know what, that was one of the best karma wins I've seen in years. So I can't say it the other way around, but West Coast, stick it up your ass. I could not be happier. You got blitzed on your own deck in front of your own feral, toothless, dumb, meth-head crowd. Fantastic. <laughs> Suck it. Bloodbath over. Jigs, what, what have you yeah. got to add? Just mine's pretty, um, pretty simple. To all the lion flog posters on Big Footy, right? That have just had the biggest win since I can remember, because all of them are bad wangers. Like there's, there's only probably about five of them that have followed them since post two thousand. So, or whenever that shit truck of a club was merged. But anyway, liking posts and then coming onto our onto our threads and giving your sage advice. Just want to let you know, little peons, you've poked a bear a little bit too early. You haven't won the grand final yet. So I know you're chock full of confidence, but please, and I hope their mods listen to this, being this is big footy um, cast, allow the Richmond people who have been subjected to the like abuse to return serve, just for the nature of the community, you know. I hope you allow us to do that because I'll tell you what, Lions, if you get done in the grand final by us, the flood is coming. That's all I wanted to say. Hey, hey, can I just say, Tiggs, after their behaviour and the, the, what they behaved after their win, it just reminds me of Collingwood and O'Rolfs in a prelim in 2018. All I'll say to you Lions people is, hey, what could go wrong right now? What could go wrong if we roll yeah, you? Yeah, just got to hold fire. No, 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 go so, wild, Lions. Tell us you want it. <laughs> tell us. Get in there. Get on our board. Tell us. Educate us. Go for it. Go, you go your hardest. What could go wrong? Be very careful because it can backfire dramatically as we uh, know ourselves from certain things along the way. No, 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 no. Please, come on board. Come on to our board. Post what you want. And Nothing will happen. Nothing bad. I want to give a shout-out to the St Kilda supporters and even football fans mm-hmm. in general who, once again, we've got an MRP incident with Ben Long whose uh, tribunal decision got rejected, so his one-week suspension stands, although the club may be appealing the tribunal. That's yet to be announced, but... For the idiots out there, again, trying to compare what Ben Long did to what Cochin did with Shield in that final, please stop. It's not even remotely close. Once again, we've said it before on the show, we'll say it again, Cochin went in and won the ball. Ben Long was not going for the ball. He made a decision to bump, and 
I watched that game live, and when that happened, I instantly thought McRae had a, a minimum broken draw. Like, that's how... I know he probably pulled back Ben Long, but he still hit him pretty flush in the face. And I was shocked that McRae got up. But to compare that to the Cochin incident is just downright dumb. So for anyone out there still wanting to do that, pull your head in. It's not even close. Find a different bit of vision to compare it to. Yeah, and he did it intentionally too. Um, Long, you could see him line him up and just went bang. And it was in a short space of time, but you didn't get that with Cochin. Cochin was just going for the ball and Shill happened to be there and they were both converging in on it. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. He... he Look, but any seriously, St Kilda supporters, if you think Long is going to be the reason you lose, God help you. Like, seriously, who's Long? I didn't even know who he was. I knew the last name, but I thought I thought he's fat and he's living in the Northern Territory now. And then I realised he must have had a nephew or um, or something. Hang on. So, Boys, AFL hands down, Ben Long verdict. And I'm just waiting for a thing to line up. Yeah, ben so Long will miss Friday night's semi-final against Richmond after failing to overturn his one-match suspension at the tribunal. There, so there's Long already, is out. There's already been tweets go out from various social medias that the St Kilda Footy Club are considering appealing that decision as well. Oh, get, is, what is he, fucking Wayne no, Carey? And they're oh broke. How can they afford to keep it? How can they afford to be... Um, how can they fucking afford to, um, to appeal and appeal? They're spending the AFL's money. Which is well, our money? Because I, I think there's a fine for f- losing an appeal. I'm pretty sure. I think it's like ten grand or something. So I think they have to cough up ten grand for this one. But I think the I'm not sure what. There's only about four or five different grounds you can appeal a tribunal decision on, um, like whether it's manifestly inadequate or the penalty's too harsh and things like that. But it's like the penalty's gotten is the lowest amount of week suspension you can get, and so they're obviously arguing to try and get the impact downgraded to low instead of medium. Um, but I just don't see how they're going to be able to get this overturned. So if they do appeal this, I think apparently it'll happen tomorrow. They've got to midday tomorrow to decide, um, and I dare say it'll have to be heard either Wednesday or Thursday, given the game's on Friday. But as it stands now, he's not playing, but it sounds like they're going to roll the dice. Is that something, going into a cutthroat final, is that really something you reckon you'd be comfortable with if it was, your football, like if it was the Tigers? Do you reckon it's a distraction? What, the um, reappealing, reappealing? Yeah. Yeah, it screams panic. Yeah, it that, screams um, absolute yeah. panic, desperation. Yeah, well, I, they might be running out of players to put in that have got games behind them, with, especially with the two forced outs, but, which we'll get to later. But, yeah, it's just... I don't know, I had to laugh what? at the, the comparison to the incidents, but, yeah, so now they might be appealing the appeal. Just for the listeners to who are listening, I will. This is not live actually, so. But anyway, just to put in context, um, thing I said at eight forty-five. I'm trying to. While I'm doing this, I'm trying to find out. I have. I've, I've shot off two texts, a couple of emails to see if I can get. Um, let me get, get some background. I've also brought in um, a couple of tigers that I trust. Um, that I know are pretty grounded in this, that space to see if I can come back with an info. Because um, my main two guys that um, I normally get um, information from are not available for me um, till middle of this week. So I won't know till probably earliest Wednesday um, if it's true or not, but hopefully it breaks before then. But um, from speaking to someone on uh, uh, a good mate of mine now, he's he, he's not discounting it, uh, but he's also saying it might be for, it might be using that as an excuse for something else. This all makes sense as hopefully the night develops and we continue on, but I'm on it. All right. 
Um, I will keep talking about the security game. So we've obviously got the semi-final coming up this Friday night versus the Saints. Now, we obviously did the other podcast for the, the finals as a whole. And we all agreed that the Bulldogs and security game was going to be a cracker. And it didn't fail to disappoint. So the I really thought the Doggies might have got up at the end there. And to be honest, it, there was a point in time where they were probably my preferred opponent um, if I had to pick just because of how good Ryder was playing and just how well they were moving the ball. But uh, I, I don't like to wish injury upon anyone. I really hope Ryder recovers really well. But that injury for them changes everything dramatically for the Saints, doesn't it, CB? Absolutely massive injury. Because the fact is, um, Ryder was probably... He went in the clock back a bit. He was playing some seriously good footy. He was His last month best on ground, I reckon. He, he smashed it. And yeah. Yeah, having, having to have him go up against Nankervis and Marshall, um, that, that was going to be a, a good one-two punch against us. Yeah, correct, correct. So, so like so that, that's really um, even the playing field in our favour. So, um, like I said, I'm not wishing any ill will or malice on um, on Patrick Ryder, and I, I hope Carlisle's child is born beautiful and healthy. Like just the timing for the Saints on those two things has just been absolutely spewing. Yeah, I feel for them too. Right, like they have played. I sort of said it in the review of them. You know, they've played a, a brave um, brand. They've got. Huge weaknesses though in that brand. Like we didn't, ex- we just played a shit game when we played it. That's taken nothing away from them. We just had a, you know, one of our. We that generally was do it very twice. early on though for us. We yeah, it was in our yeah, stride we, yet. Yeah, we were. Um, but we played even even for the excuses we had, you know, injuries and um, disruptions and all that sort of stuff. We, um, I think we we're in the heavy training phase when we played them too. Um, but even with all that said, we played shit. So credit to them, they had a good win. But even saying that. I've always said this about Saints. I said on my review, if you go back, they're playing the brave brand, but they have major glaring weaknesses in defence. They can get a hold of. if, And the Bulldogs showed that. when It was a classic game when the Bulldogs just sort of woke up and then actually started tearing through their back line. So their weakest area to me is their back half. That's their weakest area. To lose Carlisle is a huge fucking loss. Yeah. Losing long is nothing, right? Losing Ryder. Uh, he's, he's been a good rebounding defender for them. Yeah, he's yeah, played but, some good footy. Yeah, but look, I've seen a, a few of his games. He turns the ball over. I don't rate him as a player. That's just my personal opinion. Um, but uh, he's proved a little bit this year. But how much is that? He's 16 minute quarters. You know what I mean? 16 minute quarters covers up a lot of average footballers. That's my opinion. A lot of average footballers that don't have to tank. That don't can't play under duress. What I mean by that is when they start getting fatigued, can't maintain their skills. Sixteen minute quarters covers a lot of that. That's my opinion. Um, we'll see how he goes next year. Let's hope they go back to twenty minute quarters at least. Uh, no, uh, they won't. The fucking Gill won't. He's a fucking no, it's you know. Eighteen, Gil. I reckon. Eighteen. Oh, put your house on it. No, yeah. Well, at least they won't reduce our list by fucking six like it originally was supposed to be and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, I'm digressing. So yeah, they're going to be really weakened if we. Their ruck Marshall, I rate, and if he has to ruck, I rate him actually better as a forward. To be honest, he's a good. He's a good ruck he's forward. A, he's a great ruck forward. He's it's a superb ruck forward. In their forward line, let's. I would bring Markov. You're saying who you would bring in? I actually would bring Markov in, right? And reason why I bring him in, he he knows Bolter. Um, uh, he knows um, Butler. Butler, God. I'm getting all diseased, man. A bit of dementia. He knows Butler. See, what happens? Any Richmond players... There's just some disco just, dust left in those leather no, you had on. No, no. <laughs> Richmond players, I love you. But the second you wear another jumper, I'd start to forget who you are, right? I don't care how long you play with. But, um, yeah, no, Butler, he, he's fast, but Markov knows how to play with him. Play on him. In training, but, mate, in a lot. 
Mate, Shorty's going to get Butler. No, no, no. What I would do, what I would do. Not Shorty, sorry, um, Bakes. Bakes No, no. No, what I'll do. But this is what I would do. I would put Markov. Now, keep in mind, fellas. Who are you dropping for him? Hold on. Because to bring him in, you've got to bring a drop on out. Keep in mind, Nathan Buckley (laughs) is my advice, right? So... Hold your horses. Let me finish what I'm going to say before you throw Don't all you, these. Mate, hello. I'm the only bloke who tipped Collingwood last fake weekend news, by two points. Fake news. And fake news. Mr. Fake October, news. Mason Cox, I said four goals. He kicked three in the first yeah, five Yeah, but that's not there four goals, man, though, is it? That's there was not, a man not... who found me motivating. Not, if you're listening, get stuffed. But that's, uh, not, <laughs> that's not four goals. But my call was exactly right. But back on point, if I can. Now, I'd put Markov. I'd put Markov in. Who you said you would I take out? Um, <clears throat> I'd leave Short in. I'll, I'll take out um, Arts. I will take out Shoal. Um, I'd put Markov in. Um, I would actually, funny enough, I would probably, everyone's going to hate me with saying this. I would say Pickett with the 50s you gave away, with your disposal being 250-50. Now, don't misunderstand me. I love his intent, but he, he bumps when he should tackle. It's been, it still hasn't gone out of his game. He has some wayward kicking, like his first kick of the game. I don't know who he was kicking it to. He just sort of just kicked it into the forward line to nobody. Um, he bumps, he, and also a couple of his undisciplined acts. I would say, mate, you step it out this game. I would then go, Markov, you, 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 your form warranted it. I'd play him on a wing. And then I'd probably go um, alternate um, Baker and Markov on Butler. That way you have two speed demons running with him the whole entire game. So as so Butler just has to keep on going at full sprint and he's always got someone fresh on him. And he will cut his chaos penetration from um from impacting us. That's what I would do. I'd give Pickett a rest. I'd give Markov a bit of reward. I'd say, all right, play a final, you deserve it with the four um, block of four games you've done. You deserve this, mate. And give Pickett the rod up the arse he needs and go, okay, you need to clean up your disposal, go back on the training track, you need to fucking tackle when we tell you to tackle. So when you play us, when you play against Adelaide, you actually do the team things. Um, that's my opinion, though. Yeah, interesting. I, I, I wouldn't... I mean, I was pretty... Not upset, but I was pretty uh, bewildered that Markov got dropped initially to begin with because he was playing so well. I know Batch had to come in, but uh, he, he was in red-hot form. So I wouldn't be against finding a way back in, him back into the side because the Saints are good at getting their forwards up the ground to allow uh, Butler to sort of run over the top to get those quick you know, run into goal, easy easy shots on goal, like what he did for us. Um, the, the With the Saints' back line you're mentioning being a weakness with obviously Carlisle out as well, the the other issue they've got as well is Josh Battle may still may not be back in for this game. So there was sort of speculation on the Saints' sport. He may have like those hot spots in his foot or something to, to that effect. He hasn't trained for two weeks, so if he does come in, he's going to be very underdone. But he's a good player for them. He can play forward or back. And, I mean, by default, would have to play as a key backman this week if he were to come in. But if he doesn't get up, they're looking at, I think, Robertson, I think it was, to come in. Um, someone who, who hasn't played since round one was pretty Is he the bloke there. with the heart attack? He had a heart I, attack on I the... I think um... so. I think so, yes. I think he's the next in line in the view of some St Kilda supporters to come in and play in the back line. And he hasn't played yeah, since round one. And other people who might be in, into consideration as well are in a similar boat, CB. So they're kind of left with some slim pickings for defenders to come in if Joshy Battle doesn't get up. Well, let's... You Sorry, CB, I just have to say this, mate. You know, being a final, the, you don't. there's no mercy in finals. I'll get Robert and I'll run him up and down the ground. 
Yep. I just run him up, then down, I, up, down, and you never know. You never know. I, you know I just, Donald Trump said it's just the flu. He might on, just have man. chest pain. He might just have chest pain. Dude was in Did a car today waving. He was amazing. He, yeah. he, he better be fit, right, <laughs> Robin, because he's going to be running up and down. You don't want him having a cardiac arrest on the wing in a final. That's all I can say. Yeah. I think the – like I said, well, I'm going to keep my internet a bit more simpler. I'm just going yeah. to roll with Caddy for I'll – say, I'll say Caddy for Arts. I think they like picking on the wing. So I'll say Caddy for Arts, and I'll say Lynch – for Charlie, and I think what they'll do is I don't think Dusty will be rucking the forward fifty, but I think <laughs> I think uh, I think the, the hard thing's going to be who, who chops out where, where the picket actually goes in as a second ruck option to give Hank the odd chop out in the centre. That's the only thing I think they're going to do. Um, otherwise, I think uh, possibly Dave will be rucking in the back half, Tom will be rucking in the front half, and Nank will be doing in the middle. The other we'll, theory, we'll be going back to the 2017 ruck setup. Yeah, the other I've got a theory, um, that I saw, and it kind of tied into what you said earlier about Broadie coming in. Not so much Broad rucking, but if Broad was to come in, he can obviously play defence, as we well know. But for that 20% of time we needed a backup ruck, Bolter could go in and pinch hit ruck. So he's still got Grimes, Broad, Asprey down back. Bolter pinch hit ruck for the 20% game time he has to. Um, but then I suppose it's what happens with Broad once that hap- once that's done. Does he yeah, play that's what I'm on the so I'm, not, I'm not sure what the second part of the answer to that question is, but it wasn't a bad theory that I saw. Now this is not not me slagging off Broad. He'll always be a Tiger legend to me, right? Because he's played in flags and he and he and he got us to where we are with his work. But I think the coaching group sort of thinks, and the list management group sort of thinks, Mark Ob is now gone past Broad in relation to upside and potential ceiling, right? So. I reckon yeah. what they would do, if they were going to do that with Bolter in the ruck, they'd play Markov. Because Markov will give you a defensive capability. He will give you an def- offensive defensive capability by running off and creating run, creating dare. He can also play a wing, so he's a bit more versatile. He's also being played on the half-forward flank. That's keep true. in mind, That's true. He's got yeah, more and, also, yeah. and also keep in mind with Markov, which a lot of people don't – I saw a fair bit of him in the VFL. Lambert's our high half-forward, but he really is a defensive high half-forward. Like, he's like another mid, right? And he covers – everyone's a common joke. He covers for Dusty, right, and chasing. Markov was playing that role in the VFL for big chunks of time. So I think Markov also is a replacement for Lambert if Lambert ever gets injured or – because we don't win games if Lambert doesn't play, right? Statistically, we just don't. Because that role is really crucial to how a whole system works. So, um, I re- I've got a strong suspicion. I haven't heard anything, but I've got a strong suspicion Markov will play this week. Yeah, I just reckon. I reckon it'll just be two in, and we'll be looking to stretch an undermanned St Kilda defence. Yeah, that, that that will be the end game. It, it will be. Um, oh yeah, well, yeah it, it will right. be manic. It will be manic. The problem we had with the, with the if you go on the weekend's game that second quarter we had a, a oh, second, second quarter we had a real period of domination and we just didn't score for 10, 15 yeah. minutes and you just got to hope that we don't do that against the Saints and I mean it, I don't know if we if we bomb it in I think we're trying, we we need to lower the eyes a bit and just be a bit more smarter with our ball movement in. Yeah. And if, especially after watching the Saints game, Caulfield and Dougal Howard took a shitload of intercept marks versus the Dogs when they bombed it in high. And they had Norton and Bruce down there who were probably of similar stature in terms of size to Jack and Lynch, maybe not of quality. but um, So, yeah, if we're just going to blast it in like that, those two guys could pick it off. But having said that, that was with the on the basis of Carlisle taking one of them. So that freed one of them up to be able to intercept grabs. Yeah, so but in saying that, what... Things. 
Yeah, but what hurt us against Brisbane with the high ball wasn't the fact of the high ball. It's just the high ball we do it because our forwards generally are strong enough to contest with the defender to get the ball at least more often than not to ground. Because Child, this again, I'm not blaming Child, right? But it was more often with Child being ignored. So Jack, the poor bloke, was going up against two blokes, and then um, Ed, um, Andrews was flying unopposed at the back and was spoiling it into the into the wing or spoiling it out of bounds. Um, spoiling it too far for our crummers to be any effect. Their long spoils killed our game, our forward 50 craft. So it was good coaching. They've gone, okay, they're vulnerable. If they continue the way that they're going to play, if Chol doesn't get off the hand, um, get off the chain, and you believe you've got him covered, go for it, Andrews. And, that, and he did that. And that crucified us. Um, we could not get uh, that chaos, the ball's on the ground. Then we close it. We create a stoppage or we, you know, do our thing and, and we score our dirty goals. So... That's what we missed. We didn't have any of those goals um, during the game, um, which is not a bad thing. They exposed something to us. They exposed that um, we that our forwards that we need our forwards to contest a high ball if we're going to go that route. And yeah. I actually think it's a viable plan too. Also, too, we kicked it. You remember the beginning of the year we kept on kicking in that fucking forty to fifty meter zone. And I was railing about yeah, why don't we go, deeper. you know, yeah, deeper from zero to thirty as a start-off point, because one, it's easier to defend, or two, it's a lot, puts them in a lot more pressure. Um, and we started doing that as we picked, I'm not saying just because it was my suggestion, but we, when we started doing that, we started winning games again, right? And everything, on the final, we are kicking it to the 40, 50 metre zone, more often than not, um, which was disappointing too. So a lot went wrong for us, as you said, but I don't think it's a high ball that hurts us. We just can't let the defenders spoil cleanly. Yeah. It's probably the best way to say it. Make it hard for them to spoil cleanly. Now, at the other end of the ground, CB, King and Membry started to play really well, impact that game against the Bulldogs. King especially, he was massive. He stood up and probably kept them in it when the, the Bulldogs were kind of firing a little bit early on. Um, is it the Bolter versus King matchup? Is that pretty straightforward? And then who goes to Membry? I, actually, I reckon, uh, I reckon... Do you reckon Grimes... Do you reckon Grimes will take Membry and lock down on him? Possibly. He, he's probably a bit more athletic or too athletic for Asprey, I reckon. He's not oh, very stay-at-home-ish. I, I reckon, I don't know, I reckon Dave, he, it'd be interesting, I reckon Dave will take King for starters. And I'll go the easy option. I'll assume that Bolter will take Membry because Membry plays higher up the ground and Bolter can go with him. I'll roll with that. And I think Baker will take the dangerous Butler. I think that that will be the three key matchups in there, and Grimes will do what Grimes and Floston do, and yeah. And then, so I'll, I'll go. I'll be lazy. I'll, I won't do anything controversial. I'll just say no, Bolton will take Membry and Dave will take Tiggs. And Tiggs, from a, a pace perspective, the Saints have got Hunter Clark. Well, they did have Ben Long, if he may or may not play. Brad Hill is the other one who's obviously very pivotal to their side, and Ratton's made no sort of secret about they want to put more ball through Brad Hill because of his pace. What do we do? What do we look at doing there? I know we don't tag traditionally, um, but I don't think we can ignore him too much either. Sorry, you're talking to me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, no, the, other, the, two, two the things other team's at 71, mate. No, I'm, I'm sorry, brother. I'm so used to just favouring CB. I've just, you know, no, I'm only joking. Hey, what was the question again? Sorry, I'm trying to find out this that news about Shaw and a few other things are coming through. What was the question? I'll tell you, I'll, I'll answer your question for you. How's that? You look, and I'll answer it. No, first. no, it's all done. I'm ready now. You got me. No, it, was, it was just it's about the, uh, the the pace plays that the St Kilda had with Hunter Clark, Brad Hill, 
uh, Ben Long if he plays. And obviously, Ratten's made no no apologies of saying they want to play a lot more through Brad Hill because of his pace. Do yep. we? I know we don't tag, but do we have to keep a closer eye on him and make sure he doesn't get off the leash? Yeah, look, I reckon if. To feed a winger, we've just got to be stupid with the ball, right? If we're smart with the ball, if we keep the ball contested, keep the ball going, um, chaos, you know, just pushes and taps, uh, unlocking it down, we're not going to really have to worry about Brad Hill. Um, but, yeah, obviously we've got to keep mindful of him. I'd lock, Again, that's one reason why I'm really pushing Markov to play. Markov could run with Hill and keep with him. I think Camden could do a job there as yeah, well. Yeah, Camden. Camden will, but he'll get. But the last time we played them, Camden kept up with him for the length of the game. Oh, actually, let me rephrase this. If it was we were twenty minute quarters, I'd bank Camden, right? Because his natural tank will end up catching up, so they'll balance each other out. But he got crucified by Hill. Hill was running off him easily because he could burst run run with him. Um, I would put another sprinter with him. Um, I have a name. I have that's a name. mark off for me. Yeah, it's just like, who, who's the one guy that really shits us when he gets off the chain when we play Collingwood? Side bottom. Thank you very much. So in light of that logic, I would actually stick Jack Graham on him. Ah, oh, he will burn him. Oh, he'll burn Graham's Jack Graham. Graham's really one of our quickest at the club. No, he's not. Don't, don't believe Yes, he is. No, I don't he believe that. Well, unless the speed gun's been wrong the last two games we've played. No, it's, it, it's, a, weird, it's a weird thing. I, maybe, I believe over, it. maybe it might be okay over like five or ten step distance, but if he gets into any amount of space, I don't think Graham's going to catch him. Right, Maybe I'll around a stop here. The other thing I want to put out there, CB, and it, it means ultimately nothing, I guess, because of the record that we had against Brisbane. But Dimmers zero and seven versus a Brett Ratton coach side. Does that have any bearing at all? Like, well, that... let me let me answer your question with a question. Okay. Did Brisbane's record of not beating us since two thousand nine matter on Friday night? Didn't. Has to end at some stage, as Drolzy T kept saying in the preview threads, and she was ultimately proven right. But it's yep. uh, just an interesting. I, I know that when he was coaching Carlton, we were also pretty shit at that point in time too. So some of them probably don't count for too much. But just thought it was an interesting stuff to throw out there. Yeah, you know, it is. It is. But I just think every like every game is different. Every situation is different. And this is this is a different high stakes game again. So. Um, look, we, we all admit Matt Ratton's been a wonderful coach for St Kilda this He's year. Very good. But at the end of the day, he's not out there kicking the ball, is he? He's no. got 22 blokes he's got to execute in a, in a very high-pressure situation. Now, we have, have have we got Metricon for this game? Because we nominated Metricon that we would like yeah, to have. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, locked yeah it's been locked in now. It's there been locked go. in. So we're at a ground that we're very, very, very comfortable with as well. But we're comfortable at the Gabba too. Yeah, there. I think... I think, the, I think the players in the club like Metricon more just because of how close it's, it is. And, oh, it's 400 well, metres away. Yeah, yeah. No, it's right, good. We'll, um, we'll do a tip and margin at the end. We'll move on to the listener questions now, though. Yep. Um, I'll go to CB. You can have this one first. This is from PT Agar on Twitter. If the list is cut to 38 senior listed and only four rookies, then who misses out on a spot from our uncontracted players listed below based on that no trades are being done involving these people? Hawley, Nankervis, RCD, Miller, The Egg, Turner, Arts, Pickett, English, Broad, Markov, Garthwaite. If you yeah, to... the best bit is the best bit is I waited for you to ask that whole question. I reckon Tig should answer this one because he's the man on this stuff. 
All right, thank you. Over the tigs. Thank, thank you, um, thank you, CB, mate. And you know, fuck you too, son. No, good call. No, good call. All right, let me get let me get that list. You put it in the in the agenda, yeah. I did. The list yeah. of um. Oh, I'm just going up to it. Hold on. Do you like that, Michael? Yeah, yeah that's that's fucking brilliant. brilliant. You can tell you're a Trump man, mate. Unbelievable. Just so quick with the. <laughs> oh come on, man! Oh, come on, come on, man! Come on, man! Okay, I'm just. That's my best bite. If people wonder what I'm doing, I'm actually taking the piss out of Joe Biden when I do that. Just Come on, man! Four rookies, you would miss out. Okay, well, it's pretty easy. Um, I can tell you would miss out. Uh, yep. Well, Broad's gone. <laughs> Broad's gone. <laughs> I'm trying to read your writing. It's just. It's just you're right with those. Ha- I know my handwriting, but I've typed this. It's just... you know, it is, you've used your little type, you know, childlike keyboard. It's just um. All right, so Tully Nankervis, RCD Miller, uh, Egalesi Smith. Is that it? Yeah. You the Des, right? Well, he'll be delisted. Um, I got a feel. Um, uh, um Broad will be gone. Um, uh, I'm really worried about Garthwaite. Um, I think he'll be gone. Pickett will be gone. So there's four changes. Well, three and a possible four already. But, um, so Hooley's staying, and Curvis is staying, RCD is staying. Um, I think Miller's staying. Um, I think he is actually. Um, Arts is definitely going to get promoted into the senior list. Um, Pickett um, is is Frio Broad is Gold Coast. Markov uh, said no to Colton, from what I know. Uh, there's a couple of clubs sniffing at him, but no, he's committed to us. So it hasn't been announced yet that he'll stay. They're just working out the actual um, dollars and cents. But I think Garthwaite's gone for All more right, opportunities. So a few plays gone there. All right. Uh, well, in that case, I'll throw this one to CB, unless you want to <laughs> turn this to someone else as well. This is from RichmondMan04 on Twitter. Who is next in line after Jack Rewalt? Well, I was hoping it was going to be maybe a child, but after Friday <laughs> night... Um... You're going to have to hope a lot harder, I think. Uh, no, you know, it's, it's funny. I, th- I think that the, the rewrite replacement won't come from within. I think we will go external to replace him. And the funny thing is, the name I've mentioned is Tiggs that, that I wouldn't mind us exploring because I think, I actually, A, I think the guy can play, and B, I don't think he'll cost you a lot of dollars. Is the uh, is it Tom McDonald from oh. Melbourne, Tiggs? Yeah, that's why I want to just, that's why I want to drive my car off the road. Yeah. If we've got, if we've got Tom McDonald, I swear to God, um, fucking, that's it. We don't play fun. We don't. Just, play. I'm just saying, is it like I think what, to, to answer Richmond Man Force question, I think we'll look externally to replace Rewalt. Jack's now, got what one more year left we'll in him. Do, what we'll do, we'll go in the draft because this is a draft for forwards. Um, yeah, it is a tall draft. It's rucking yeah. forwards, isn't it? And one? we've got yeah. and we've got some good quality kids in our forward line. We've got a couple of good quality kids. I don't know if CCJ will get a next um, a next life. I hope he does. If not, he will get traded. But he's still under contract. Yep. Um, we might we might be forced just to give him the you know both parties knowing that we're stuck together for one or twelve more months and we give him a red hot crack and then re fall in love together. Who knows what happens next year? Um, but yeah, he's for me. He's, he's finally got the opportunity. He fucking idiot could have got the opportunity of this final series. Yeah, if I was got- a real troll, if I was a real troll, I would have said uh, floppy brown. Just to really arc people up. Yeah, on that. I said that. I don't know if you're having a dig at me there. 
He, he, read, he, he was, read my was, post and said, I, I did he, float he, that he idea. He sends us direct messages about you, just want to let you know. <laughs> I, I did float the idea that... But well, I never do it, Michaels. He just want to put it in. He, he does, but I don't do it. A, a sneaky chance, but so I got shot down pretty quickly from that. I would drive my car off the road if Ben Brown donned a Richmond jumper. But you know what? Look. If he cost us nothing, right? If he cost me nothing but a second rounder, Right, and cost me, let's say, four, five hundred thousand max. You're a fucking idiot if you don't take Ben Brown. Let me just tell you why. He's kicked in three seasons when he actually got supply 63, 67, 64. Right? He is a perfect foil for Lynch. Why? I love he can, he's a lead mark forward. We have two of them. They break the, they break the forward line into lanes. Right? Very hard to defend. Then you have your your, your creative medium-sized forward in Rewalt. And it extended his, his life by a couple of years. Trust me. If we had fucking Brown and we had Lynch and we had Jack Rewalt as our three-prong attack, because Lynch can play as a medium. People don't realise this. He's not a really at all. It would fucking make us a fucking... I hope we would do it. Michaels, you are a fucking genius. <laughs> We'd be See, slow, I'll, though. We'd I'll, be I'm weighing up, I'm weighing up what you're saying. I'm weighing up what you're saying. And I think I'd rather smash my nuts <laughs> on the inside of a filing cabinet door <laughs> than consider that trade. Well, can, I say me. <laughs> can I say something to you, though? How good would it have been when, um, in, when Neil got that long bomb goal from a dodgy 100 metres and then in the third quarter, Brown let up, collapsed, and we got a 20-metre um, free kick It wouldn't work, goal. though, because he's wearing a Richmond jumper. It wouldn't work as no, well no, as it no, does. No, 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 Brad, no. Mitch Cleary would have no. a year. It's going to take about two or three. Players. It's going to take, take about two, three seasons before the umpires, umpires learn to hate him, right? Um, he'll get stuck up in free kicks. We will win games based on his ability to get free kicks. But in saying I'm only being facetious, he's actually a really good forward. Um, yeah. I've seen him live. I've seen him live. Um, he worked. His work rate is elite. He will run up and down, run up he's and down. He's just surrounded by up. shit trucks. He's just, but his midfield, you've got to keep in mind, for the past three years, it's been evolving, right? You know, they put all those no names and Zebul and fucking Higgins is the only quality player there. I don't now, even know. Now, 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 here we go. Here but he's we still go. 60 goals. I'm bringing this guy up because this is the guy I do want from North. I would, I would try don't and get Higgins. Don't fucking say it. I would try and get stop, Higgins from stop, North. Don't say it. Wait, don't don't say it. Jack shit. And he is an elite mid. He's bullying. Imagine, Higgins. imagine Sean Higgins, Higgins. from North Melbourne. Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you Higgins. I'll take Higgins if it doesn't cost me nothing. But, but um, uh, Ali spot. Imagine if you said to Higo, we could, you, know, you come to us. We're obviously in a flag window. Imagine him changing on ball with their on ball brigade and then playing at half forward. Where we get a ball? Because apparently the news about Saad is he's pretty keen. Which I, I was going to leave it for next week, but it might break earlier than that. But I'm hearing Saad is pretty keen to come to the Tigers. Oh, he's really? I, I, yeah. Hang on. Hang on. I, I thought Basher was keen to go back home. No, he's not going. <laughs> that, that would never happen. But I'm hearing it, um, he's, still, he's still pretty keen to come to Richmond. It's all oh. about working it out, I think. I thought Carlton, I thought Carlton had him. Oh. No one's going to go to Carlton. Let's, come on. Melbourne will go there. Unless you're fucking CWS. I just wanted to hear you rage on Carlton. Or you're a That's fucking has-been. 
and, and you're getting a multifaceted, like McGovern, right? He had big brother syndrome. Oh, my big brother gets more money than me. Carlton comes. Oh, I could be a hack there, and I'll get... that's why he went. Um, and look what the porker has done for Carlton. It's been beautiful, <laughs> fantastic. All right, well, no. we'll get back to listen to questions because we do have okay. a trade special coming up on Sunday. Folks. I know, I know. It's a, live, a live oh, show everyone on Sunday, 1.30 p.m., trade okay. special. Tune in for that. Uh, oh, CB, come, come. next question is from Jay Panner 75 it's on Twitter. It's for me, the, isn't it? Trailed uh, on Tiger? Oh, uh, I, I skipped that one because... Oh, we sort of done. We, 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 no, we covered the troll one in the when we talked about <laughs> the Disney game. Oh, you can have this uh, one then. There you go, cheese. For Jay Panner 75 on Twitter, the enigma that is Castagna, why does much of our fan base want omissions like Arts, Picket, Hawley, Troll, but George week in, week out gets a pass? Are ex- are expectations that low? I get told he's important. What does he do? Serious question. No composure, poor disposal, discuss. Japana 75. Great question, mate. Now, I hope you're lying down. Please lie down, mate. I'll, I'll wait a second. Okay, good. You're lying down. Now, close your eyes for a second, son. All right? And then let my words penetrate your mind and just envelop you in its wisdom. I shall explain to you now the power of the Georgie. He has moods the... of dimmer. God, don't ruin it, CB. It's in the mood. All right. Okay. Apologise, Japana. 75. Again, you're lying down. You're ready. Mm. All right. Georgie, the power of the Georgie. He is quintessential to our chaos, and you said it yourself. He's got no composure. He's got poor disposal, and he just runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's really hard to defend about, um, defend defend against, because the defenders don't know his shit. He's going to kick straight down the line. Oh my god, he's going to hit that guy in the pocket. Oh, is he going to run off on his own? Or oh, he's probably going to snap pick it from sixty meters. That's what George does. Also, too, and that's me being a little bit flippant. George is probably the hardest working, defensively minded forward playing the league football this this year. This, this fucking decade since he's been playing. The stuff he does off the ball, the stuff he does supporting the back line, the stuff he does supporting the midfield. I would ask you, Chapana, go watch, pick a game at random. And while you're watching it, get a notepad and pen handy and see how often you see George not in the forward line. And then compare that, pick a random game from any other team and just trying to find a forward that so, uh, happens to be the same amount of times all up the ground like George is. So, yes, he has his fault. Look, he does have his fault. That's why he wasn't a top 10 pick. Um, so, give him his due. But he he's a lot more dangerous. He's, he's a lot – his positives outweighs liabilities. Um, and that's why he always will be picked. Fair enough. Not a good answer. I can't disagree too much of that. Uh, you, see, you always said that about me too, haven't you, Tiggs? My I positives outweigh my negatives. Thanks, <laughs> mate. You too. You too. <laughs> It does. But that's only when you take your medication, CB. <laughs> All right, CB, this, here, this one's from Jill Fitzsimmons on Twitter. Hey, guys, elimination finals were much more free-flowing than our game against Brisbane. What can we do to ensure that our forwards get more of a chance? Also, what do we need to do to address opposition scoring goals from stoppages? Who's getting that one? Are you, CB? Yeah, <laughs> Jill, how are you, love? I'll just be a bit of a chauvinist pig there. Jill, how are you? Um, elimination I'm good, finals. mate. How are you? How do you know it's female? Jill's a oh. bloke name too. I've heard a couple of truckies called Jill. I'm not sure where you go in your truckie ships. <laughs> mate, no, no, you're in country, mate. I'm sure there's a lot of so, armor called Jill. <laughs> so, <laughs> elimination finals. 
I think our final, to me, was a very intense, high-pressure game. Um, and, and Brisbane, it's funny, Brisbane rose to the occasion, if that makes sense. So I looked at the like the openness of the St Kilda um, Dogs game. I think we're looking at two lesser like lesser teams, if that makes sense. So therefore, they could work the ball easier through the uh, through the corridor, so to speak. I don't think with the way I don't think you'll see this Friday night St Kilda moving the ball as freely and easily as they did on um, Saturday against us. It just won't happen. So um, I don't think we need to really address worry too much about that. Um, as far as our forwards getting more of a chance, I think you're just going to see the difference naturally with Tom Lynch coming into the team and having a 200-centimetre animal just hit packs, contest, clunk a few, kick a few. It'll be a different – I promise you we will be a different team on Friday night. And also if Josh Caddy comes in and plays that forward line role as well, um, automatically probably a 4-5 goal better team. So – uh, I think that's, again, I wouldn't worry about the forwards getting more of a chance. And to address the opposition scoring goals from stoppages, uh, is it stoppages or, and maybe Tiggs and Malkus, you can help me here, how many goals do we give away each game from stupid free kicks? Too many. You, you look at the Port game in the final in particular, you take away the stupid free kicks we give away, we win both. It, yeah. And like, yeah. I, I sat on the couch on. watching it and I'm like, okay, all you've achieved is to be a hero and a macho man for 30 seconds and it's gotten you nowhere and you've cost us a goal and momentum. Like I, I don't, I know football's a very passionate game and it's white line fever and all that kind of stuff, but they've just got to be smarter and pull their heads in and, and not, not push the, uh, the boundary too much. Yeah. So, so I do apologize. I, I'm probably not answering your question properly there, but I'm just questioning in my mind, is it, is it opposition scoring goals from stoppages or is it, us being dumb. Yeah, I think it's, that's, that's probably more, been more damaging to us, I think. Yeah, that, that's sort of where my head's at with that one, Jill. But thank All you right. for the question. The last question, because the question from Adam we kind of answered in our preview of the Saints game anyway. So the last one will be from Ches uh, for UTIG71. Worst case scenario, if we go out in straight sets, are we calling it early and looking for early draft picks, or do we back ourselves in, top up senior players for another premiership crack in 2021? I don't know. Are Look, we at, are we at can... the end of our reign? Hey, well, I reckon. Hey, can, can we say that name with a bit of respect, please? Chez de Corner. That is <laughs> okay. a cracking name. Uh, well, that's um, that's a bit creepy. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> um, look, Chez de Corner. Is that how you do it? Chez de Corner. Have you heard that name? Is that one of the porno guys that you've seen with Brad Scott and <laughs> you know the middle age Chez? He comes Chez. Loose balls de Corner. <laughs> Chase, you ask you ask questions of us, bro. We've got more questions of you, of you yeah, actually. I right. to hear we're talking about. We're Chess, dropping him in yes. a porno with the Scott brothers. I no, I know. Um, look, Chess, to answer your question, why not both? Like a chick from the Taco Ed, right? There's, and we've been doing it for a few years. We've gone to the draft, um, not for a few years, for a fair while now. We go to the draft. We generally hold on to our first-round pick and we then strategically target players from other clubs to um, force our window and maintain our window open. Um, so also you've got to keep in mind is we've got quality kids who haven't really had a consistent crack, like RCD, Markov, um, Higgins, so on and so forth. So um, we've got that regeneration already coming through the list. We've got a couple of old-timers who will probably see out 
if if this year is not their last, I think we'll lose one this year, and I think we'll lose a few next year. Uh, we might even lose two this year and a few next year. It's, but I'm not going to say I don't mention the list, um, retirements because it's distasteful to me. Um, but I'd be gobsmacked if we don't lose one or as a minimum or maybe even two. But um, I was shocked when you told me Tom Lynch was retiring into the year. <laughs> yeah, well, Tom Lynch, you know, <laughs> Ferrari. No, that's all a joke. Yeah. You're a malicious person. <coughs> he's a malicious. That, no, I never said Tom Lynch. But anyway. Yeah, uh, Dustin Munn. Yeah, Dustin Munn. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you give him, give, him a, give him an inch, Michaels. He takes a mile. Why don't we? No, Tom, we love him. Um, you know, and people say I'm the talker. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, hopefully that answers your question, mate. We could do both. Um, you don't have to do one to sacrifice the other. Very good. All right. Well, before we get the tips for the game coming up on Friday night, just a reminder again, we do have our live trade show coming up this Sunday, one thirty p.m. Are you joining us for that CB, or is that just going to be Tiggs? No, you guys can just you guys can do your thing on Sunday. Oh, you lash! What are you going to do? Watch pornos? Actually, probably could be cricket training. We, we, we're only we've got four training sessions left during the workday. We start up on the seventeenth of October, and this old rig has to get through another season of toil and grind. So, I'm not sure if I should be training or not. All right, that's all right. Well, at a bare minimum, you would be stuck with uh, me and Tig seventy one for a trade update on Sunday, one thirty p.m. We're going to do that as a live show. So keep an eye out on Big Footy or Twitter and Facebook, and I'll send the link out. So Tiggs has rounded up the gossip, he's sorting out the good from the bad, and we'll have something to yeah. talk about. And hopefully we can uh, even brag about it. Can we do it live? A, yeah, we're doing it live. Can, I've said that yeah, three yeah, great, times, great. That's okay. Yeah, and guys, and seriously want to get the message out there, send me any questions you've got. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is the time. If you, want, if you want to have me for 30 minutes... Ask me whatever you like. We're not an after-hours hotline, mate. <laughs> you know, but what I'm saying no. is, I'll read. Now I know where to read. I might dial in now and just breathe heavy for half mate, an hour. The floor is mate, open to the listeners. Yeah, so no, jump. Yeah, if you've got a question on a plow, if you've got any questions on, you know, CB's mental health. Um, yeah, or Tig's you little want to, pants. In my pants or Michael's little childlike hands. Um, you know, just, Jump on just the Spreaker the chat. So when you listen live via Spreaker, there's a chat line on there and you can type your questions in there and I can read them out. Um, or you can... Inbox. I mean, it's going to be clean and easy if you do it on Spreak. I don't want to open up too many avenues because there'll be questions everywhere. But um, definitely keep an eye out for that one this Sunday at one thirty, and hopefully we can even talk about how the game went, if it went the right way. If we lost, we, we just won't talk about it at all. But, um, um, and are we doing a finals? Are we doing a finals cast? Oh, we have to. We have uh, to do it because it could be our last game of the year. So we won't be. Cast on it could be. Are we all recording right. on Wednesday? What are we doing? I will talk about that off there, maybe, but we'll he will definitely do something. We'll find yeah. the day. We'll find the day in time. I'll, I'll be up for the Saints game because it'll be. Could you imagine if we're losing? Fucking CB's reaction. You'll hear a grown man cry, scream. You'll probably beat his dog, and you'll all hear it on live. That's Dude, just a miss. I, I've already put a super strength microwave on hold at Harvey Norman, so oh, that baby's gonna be good to go. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be microwaving memberships and kicking my dog and all sorts of stuff. Oh, and uh, on that, we'll get we'll get the final tips for our game. A reminder: the game is obviously Friday night, seven fifty p.m. at Metricon Stadium, Richmond vs St Kilda. Tiggs, what's your margin for this one? Just before I give this margin, I really want to tell the listeners something that I've been hanging to say to the whole world. <laughs> listeners, doesn't Michael sound like Mario that used to ring Sen? Think about it. <laughs> oh, wow. think about it, Steve. Just dawn on me. I'm not saying anything. 
Uh, <laughs> Ooh, hello. Right, wow, hello. wow. Do we need five minutes just to fucking absorb that? Do we need... Oh, this is this is a show of scandal. This is, mate, it's what happens when you have a, a you know, put the tinfoil hat on and the umpires are now conspiring to grow the game in the northern states and just bum fucking Richmond. That's what happens, mate. This is the side reaction to it. But, look, honestly, Saints are going to be brave. Um we will show them no mercy. I cannot see. Um, I cannot see us losing this one. I see us winning by. I think we'll play it a bit safe. Once the game's under control, um, we just manage the damage and rest players getting ready for Port Adelaide. So I reckon we're at about twenty-three points. We'll win the game by. CB. Oh, look, St Kilda have been a wonderful team all year, and I I mean them no disrespect, but Tigers by seventy-five. Oh Jesus! Get <laughs> there, isn't he? We're going to cop some serious he's, heat he's for this on social media. He's had the blue feel. <laughs> right, um, uh, yeah, I'll say Richmond by 18. I reckon it'll be a hard point. I'm just trying to balance out the 75 point one, if I'm being honest. That's crazy shit. It's all the blue pill, Mick. Oh, all right, CB Tink seventy one. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, you uh, so much, Mario from Doncaster. Yeah, thank you, no, man. <laughs> that's going to take off, isn't it? That's not good. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, we can be back next week talking about a, a hopeful well, let's win. Hope so. So, yes, and I hear we get we're bringing Wayne Carey out of retirement. Stay tuned, folks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, go tight. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Richmond Big Footy Tiger Cast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and YouTube so you can follow all the roasts and toasts, the reviews and previews, and all topics Richmond. Also keep an ear out for our special episodes of interviews with past players. Go Tigers!